She's all. She always, if the blankie's there, she's gonna wedge her way underneath it. She just puts her nose under it and kind of works her way, and gets all her body underneath it. She's a good baby that way. Uh, Sadie Dog is in the cage. I put her in there for good reasons. I'll tell you in a second. Well, uh, looking over the cat trees, I do not see the cats. <laughs> Larry Cat was over there earlier, going like a lunatic. I did a Snapchat of it because he's a lunatic. Uh, but the, he's not there now. So you guys know what that means. <laughs> it means they are upstairs shitting on my bed. They are shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Taking Lots of dumps. <laughs> Speaking of dumps, that's why Sadie Dog is in the cage. When I got home from work today, uh, I let the dogs out. And then I'm like, hey, let's go for a walk. So I let them out, do some shit, get them inside, put the uh, dog harnesses on them. We go for a walk, come home. Uh, I give them some dinner. Uh, I, I'm, I'm in the bathroom taking a dump and then Sadie dog's taking a dump in the kitchen. God, God damn it. Sadie dog. I, again, I suppose if, if an animal's going to take a shit or a piss in your house, uh, as gross as it might sound, the kitchen's the best spot, right? It's just so much easier to clean up from the linoleum than uh, the wood or the carpet or anything else. But I don't know why she took a dump. I let her outside. She could have taken a dump. We went for a walk. Could have taken a dump. Nope. I'm going to wait till I get home. And then I'm going to eat. And then I'm going to take a dump. First he's going to eat. Then he's going to shit. <laughs> Damn it. But uh, how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good day? Was it fun? Was it exciting? I hope it was both those things. I truly do, everybody. I, I know I say it every podcast, but I do hope you had a good day. Sincerely, I do. I don't get anything out of it if you had a bad day. My day's not better if you have a bad day. I don't get paid money if you have a bad day. I don't get extra shit. So it's better for you to have a good day. So hopefully you did have a good day. If you didn't, have a beer, go to bed, wake up, tomorrow's Tuesday. Taco Tuesday, get yourself a taco tomorrow. Uh, but if you're new to the podcast, I'm Steve McAllister, uh, the host. I was a comedian a long time. I was a social worker a longer time. And now I'm fucking my life up. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm fucking my life up. But I'm trying to repair it. I started a new job today. Um... Uh, I've, I've had a very weird job history the last two plus years, really pretty much since COVID started. 
I, I not exaggerating at all. I believe I've had 10 jobs in two years. Let me see if I can list them all. Uh, I work for uh, West Michigan Whitecaps selling Dippin' Dots. That's been my go-to one. I worked uh, very briefly for a bank in their uh, re repossession department, collections department. You'd call up people going, we want our money, bitch. Very briefly did that. And that was uh, right as COVID was starting ramping up. That was unfun. Uh, I worked, so that's uh, two. I worked for Coke uh, as a merchandiser. Did that for a hot minute. Uh, I worked for a company called uh, Big Worm, <laughs> selling uh, bait. That wasn't any fun. Um, then I worked for uh, Spartan Foods for one day. That was the shortest one. It took me one day to realize fuck that job <laughs> fuck that job right in the fucking fuck hole so that's five uh then i uh work for a place called carelink selling medical supplies then i work for a place called care resources which was a uh i was a bus driver more or less for old people and then I worked for Network 180, which was, it's the county CMH. And so now the job that I have, so it's nine jobs. In two years, I have had nine jobs, approximately. Maybe two and a half years, something like that. Not good, not good. I've had people like, they kind of laugh about it. They, they laugh at the fact, and they kind of give me shit about my, my job history. And... And I get it, but I'm going to say this to everybody. All of those jobs I left were on my terms. I left. I wasn't fired. I was like, this is a shit job, and I left. And uh, I, half of those jobs didn't want me to leave. Coke didn't want me to leave. Uh, Dib and Dots always wants me. That's always been my go-to. If you're new to the podcast, I've always been able to call up my old boss and go, hey, can I come back? Do you need somebody? And he's like, fuck yeah. Uh, Care Link, Care Resources, Network 180. All those places wanted me. The ones who didn't give a fuck were Big Worm, fuck them. Spartan Foods, fuck them. And what, what's the other one that I'm forgetting? There's another one I'm forgetting. Whatever. Fuck them, though. <laughs> right? So it's weird to, why 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 do people want you to stay in a job that you fucking hate right i don't necessarily want to leave these jobs but i'm like going this is a shit job i hate this job i like dipping dots if they had paid me better treated like a real job it'd still be there coke was fine uh they just fucked with my schedule all the time uh, you know, why do I want to fucking stay at a job that just kind of blows, right? So you got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. And, and, I, and I got out of there. And so today was day one of the new job. And if you are new to the podcast, you probably don't know what this is. I started working for the post office today. <laughs> I am now a federal employee. 
it was weird, everybody. Um, it's been it's been very crazy too because um, I hate human resources. I hate the onboarding process. The whole like. We need to get your insurance. You got to do this. You got to do that. We got to sign you up with direct deposit. Because a good portion of the time, it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, and then all the IT people don't know shit. The human resources people don't know shit. Now, I'm, I'm dating myself by just telling you. I remember you would just you would get hired. Then you'd have an appointment to meet with an HR person. You'd go to their office. You'd sit down with them. And then you'd fill out paperwork. And then you'd give it back to them. And then you were done. There were never problems with interfacing and whatever. You just, it was all right there. I'm like, fucking Christ. It's all gone. Uh, and you know why it's gone? I'm assuming it's saving somebody money. It always comes down to money. And I, I get it. I get it. You want to save money. But the issue is that money is generally not going to the people who probably need it. Again, uh, I, I'm going to be a delivery guy. I, I'm the guy delivering the mail at your house. I'm that guy. And again, here's another thing. I, I, keep, I heard it today in pretty much every job that I've had over the last two years. You're the face of the company. Well, if I'm the face of the company, why am I not getting paid better? <laughs> right? It's as simple as that. If I'm the face of the post office, Dippin' Dots, Coca-Cola, whatever, fuck, pay me better. Why is the, C the CEO, can you name me the CEO of any of those companies? You can't. But why are they getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions? Fuck them. <laughs> That's just me. Uh, and so all of this onboarding shit has uh, not happened. It can't work. It won't work. It hasn't worked. And I, I was told today, they're like, yeah, it's not working. I'm like, fuck. You know, I, I was I was literally, I was hired like a week and a half ago. So I've been sitting around waiting for this day to come. And I've been trying to do all the onboarding and it's just not letting me. They just need to email you and go, hey, this shit's not working. Don't let it sweat you because I've been sweating it. I've been sweating it. Because shit like this always fucks me up and I get pissed about it because I'm an old man and I can't handle shit like this. I suck at it. So they're like, all right, May 1st, Monday, May 1st, 8.30. You're going to meet at the, the post office downtown Grand Rapids. Great. I know where it is. Let's go. Yeah, here's places you can park. Okay. We'll reimburse you for parking. You can't park for free. All right. Why, why can't I? I know you guys have parking. Why can't I? Well, okay, whatever. They showed me some, they sent a map and said, hey, you can park here, 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 and this is the cheapest place. And I go to where the cheap one is, and it's not a parking lot anymore. I'm like, God damn it. How old's your fucking map? So I'm getting anxious, and I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to park here. So I just, I find a lot that's close. I get there. It's like 8.15. I wander in, and... and in all the emails I get too, they just give you the address. They don't tell you exactly where to go. They don't tell you who you're meeting with. They're just like, yeah, go to the post office. I'm like, fuck, okay. So I go up to the counter. I'm like, hey, I'm a new hire. And it, it doesn't tell me where I'm supposed to go. Where, do you know where? And they're like, yeah, just 
sit by the elevator and then they'll come down and get you. And I'm like, do you know who it is? And she's like, no. I'm like, okay, great. So I go, I'm clearly the first one. Other people show up, including me. There's five of us. The lady comes down at like 840. I'm glad I got there early. And she's like, oh, hey, all right. There's five of you. There should be six. Okay, one person's not here. Fuck them. So we go up, and today is all just like filling out some paperwork. We're, we, we took part in a Zoom meeting, which um, they, were, they were training everybody across the country. Everybody in the country was getting trained today. So it wasn't just us in Grand Rapids. It was people in Peoria, people in Tacoma, people in Tucson, whatever, right? So everywhere, we're all watching Zoom. And apparently the trainers... Uh, this is the reward that you get when, when you do so well that you are now like the big time trainer or whatever. You have to go live in Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> well, that's apparently where the training facilities for the post office are in Norman, Oklahoma. Why? No fucking clue. But uh, if that if that's where I have to move, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm quitting the post office. I am not moving to goddamn Norman, Oklahoma. The the fuck? Do you know where that is? No, you don't. I don't know where it is. I don't know where it is. And I can point out Oklahoma on the map. It's just north of Texas. It's not a place where I'd want to live. What's in Oklahoma? What's the big city in Oklahoma? I'm trying to think. I'm I'm going uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. No, Lincoln is in. Like I just said, it's in Nebraska. Oklahoma City, right? So you go see the thunder. <laughs> the thunder. Now I got to look up Norman. Norman, Oklahoma. There it is. Norman, Oklahoma. Now the weather's nice enough. It's 70 degrees there apparently. It's much better than here. It was snowing this morning. It's the third largest city in the state of Oklahoma. Huh. I wouldn't have been able to fucking tell you that because I'd have been Oklahoma City. And then, I, and then I don't know what else. Uh, it's, it's Norman is the third largest city in the U.S. state of Oklahoma. It is the largest city in the county seat of Cleveland County and the second largest city in the Oklahoma City metropolitan area. So, oh, so I guess it's near Oklahoma, the Oklahoma City, huh? 20 miles south of Oklahoma City. Still wouldn't want to fucking live there. So we're watching all these Zoom videos, and I'm not going to lie, everybody, it's boring as fuck. It's it's just boring as fuck. Oh, I actually, I had to give an oath today. It was like I was joining the army or some shit, because they made us stand up. We had to raise our right hand, and then it was sort of like the pledge. It was like, all right, repeat after me. And we repeated the thing. And it was weird. One of the guys behind me, I don't think he wanted to do it. Because we all stood up, and the lady's like staring at him, and then he kind of made a huff about having to stand up. And then when we were uh, saying the words, like repeating after her, I don't think he did. If he did, he was super quiet, because I did not hear him. I, For whatever reason, I was in the front row, whatever. There's only five of us anyway. But I did not hear the guy. I'm like, all right, is this like a religious thing? Are you like a Jehovah Witness or some shit? Because I remember in, in high school, there was a girl in my class who was a Jehovah, 
and she wouldn't get up to do the pledge. And I always thought it was weird. I was like, what the fuck, bitch? Stand up, bitch. Say the pledge, bitch. And now I realize I was the bitch by saying the fucking pledge. <laughs> I was the sheep saying the pledge. I pledge allegiance. It sucks that I fucking to this day can remember. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. What the fuck does that even mean? Why do I know that? Why, why can I recite to you the fucking Pledge of Allegiance fucking like 35 years after I graduated? Because it was indoctrinated into me for like 12 fucking years, Monday through Friday. We said the goddamn pledge. Fuck. Why weren't we doing something more important? Like, this is how we, you know, 30 seconds of, of good investment information, right? Here's a quick cooking tip, <laughs> right? You can use mayo instead of butter for a grilled cheese sandwich. Enjoy. Whatever. So we do the damn pledge. We watch the Zoom meetings. In the building we're in, the Grand Rapids Post Office downtown is a huge building. And it is old as fuck. God damn, this building is huge and old. When I walked into the bathroom... I was not really sure what the fuck I was staring at, <laughs> right? I, I immediately, like, I'm looking at these two round circular things. And I'm like going, fuck, is, is that the urinal? Is this like old school trough piss, piss in a trough and someone's going to come and throw ice in it? Is this what I'm at? But then I look and I see these really weird looking urinals. And I'm like, those are the urinals. I'm like, what are those things? And then I realize, oh, those are the fucking sinks. You put, you, you step on a little bar underneath it. And that's what uh, turns the water on. It was super weird. Super fucking weird. Uh, <clears throat> but the lady who was actually in person or proctor or whatever, the, whatever she is, I liked her because she was um she was probably my age but I, she seemed a little older but what do i know polish lady and it was just like yeah whatever we'll do whatever fuck yeah fuck yeah we're old school we still do shit with paper i'm gonna get a goddamn check like an actual paper check everybody and i'm like fuck yeah i like it why don't you just pay me cash <laughs> i remember when i was in high school the drugstore that I worked for would pay me cash. And I never got a check. They would just break it down. They'd be like, okay, you work 20 hours, five bucks an hour, hundred bucks. Here you go. Whatever. I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. Um, so she, she, she made it good. Tomorrow, uh, I actually have to job shadow. I go to another post office. I'm doing some job shadowing. I'm not exactly sure what that means. If I actually will be in the building or if I will be out with the person delivering mail or what the fuck it means. Well, whatever. Um, and then Wednesday, I'm not working at all. I'm like, what? How am I not working on Wednesday? That doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't you fuckers be jamming shit down my throat? Thursday, 
uh, I'm, I'm back to fucking the main office where I'll be doing some uh, defensive driving shit. I'm like, okay, because we're going to, I'll be driving those fucking uh, either the, the vans or the trucks. That'll be interesting. So, uh, so we'll see how it goes, everybody. They, they really, uh, a lot of the shit they were talking about was just weird to me. They're like, the post office gets the greatest reviews of all the federal government agencies. We get the highest uh, marks. And I'm like going, well, what, other, the, what are the other fucking agencies? Like the IRS? Nobody's going to go, I fucking love the IRS. They're the greatest. All right? Nobody's. Everyone's going to, fuck you. If you ever have a dealing with the IRS, you're like, fuck you, IRS. Lick my dick, suck my balls. Fuck you and your mom, you fucks. All right? Nobody loves the IRS. Please audit me, IRS. I want to make sure that I've paid enough money to you cocksuckers. I mean, who else is there? The National Parks and Services? I mean, I'm just trying to think. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, we, we might be the highest rated federal government agency, but we're getting three out of ten stars. <laughs> right? That's still nothing to write home about. But whatever. They're basically going like, yeah, don't steal the mail. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm not, I'm not going to steal the mail. Don't steal the mail. Okay, all right, what? Fuck, do you guys get a lot of people stealing the mail? Don't steal. All right, I heard you the first time. Stop. One of the things that I thought was funny is they, the lady who is the proctor, she told us... Uh, that we weren't supposed to wear our uniform if we went to a bar. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why? Why? What does it matter? Like, yeah, you're not supposed to wear a uniform if you go to a bar. Okay, so you're telling me Cliff Clavin was all fucking, that was all made up shit? This guy getting hammered in the middle of the day working for the post office? It was a lie? Come on, you're telling me Hollywood lied to me? They made up an Abella's shit. Get the fuck out of here. And then she's like, you can't, you can't go vote wearing your, your post office suit. I'm like, what? Why? What if I'm going to go vote after work and I don't have any other clothes? Like, why? What does it matter? Nope, can't do it. And then this is what bothered me too. They told me, now it's not anything that I would ever do anyway, but it just didn't make sense to me. They were like, you can't, as a postman, you're not allowed to have a host like a political fundraiser. Like if I'm like, hey, I want you to vote for fucking Joe Blow for mayor. I'm having a fundraiser at my house. They're like, yeah, you can't do that. I'm like, what? Why? Why can't I? Why can't I do that? I'm not, I, I get like, I can't wear like a MAGA hat when I'm delivering mail. I can't have like a Joe Biden 2024 sticker on my mail car, right? I get all that shit because that just makes sense. That's work. But if I'm doing shit on my free time, like if the post office was like, yeah, you can't fucking play flag football on your free time. Like, why? Why can't I? Like, why? I, I get, I, I struggle with it. No, is it anything I'm going to do anyway? No, I'm never going to have a fucking fundraiser. It's Way too much time and energy and investment. Fuck that shit. I don't think I've ever met a politician 
that I gave a fuck about that way. But but it's gotten me to the point where, but when they said that I couldn't, I'm like, what? Why not? It's not like, and they're like, yeah, you're not supposed to talk politics at work either. I'm like, yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to talk about politics at work. I f fuck you. I don't want that shit. You fuck, keep that shit to yourself. I don't want to hear about politics. I don't want to hear about religion. I don't want to hear your dumb, racist, sexist jokes. Whatever. Fuck all that shit. But if I want to do some shit at my house on my free time, who the, who the fuck are you to tell me what I can and can't do? Fuck you, post office. Yeah, and then there were some other things like I can't, I can't work for Amazon. I'm like going, when do I have the time? The post office, I might work six or seven days a week once I start getting going. When the fuck am I going to have time? Like I'm going to work the job and then I'm going to go fucking work Amazon at night? I'm not, I'm not that industrious. Fuck that shit. But anyway. Hopefully it'll it'll be okay. They they kind of made it seem like you can move up pretty quickly uh, if if you keep your head out of your ass. So uh, hopefully, like they they were saying, like when COVID came, a lot of people were like they just retired. They were like fuck this shit. So hopefully it happens. Hopefully uh, I like it. Hopefully I get a route of my own pretty quick. Cause that what I, I'm sort of like the fill-in guy. I I I don't think I'll be doing the same thing two days in a row. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I'm the the guy who fills in if people are sick or someone's on vacation or whatever. So yeah, yup, yup, yup. So there we go. I'm sure I'll have a lot of stories. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have a lot of stories. And I'll have to change the names of the fucking stupid. <laughs> right? That's what I have to do. Uh, speaking of the post office, they're, they're, one of the things they were talking about was, uh, you know, packages, suspicious packages, right? Like, we're not supposed to mail shit with, like, batteries and acid and all that shit. Because you know, stuff can just explode or catch on fire or shit can leak whatever so they're you know they're just talking about all that stuff things you need to be aware of to me it sounds like that's more for the people who are actually working like in the warehouse you know not necessarily the drivers like i'm i'm the last guy who's going to get the fucking package like if it got through the person working at the the, the clerk at the counter and then it got passed through the person who's working at the warehouse and then it got passed through the person who's fucking trucking it from one uh, hub to another hub. There's something wrong, right? But uh, there was a package in Maine, good old Maine, Auburn, Maine. I don't know where that is. It's probably near Norman, Oklahoma. But uh, th this restaurant, Max Grill, sounds like a fucking wonderful greasy spoon right you can't go wrong with the place called max grill right you gotta love max grill so they get up they get a huge package right a huge box 
and they think they had ordered uh, coffee mugs. And so they were thinking, hey, we got our fucking coffee mugs. It's, it says, uh, come drink coffee at Max Grill, right? Where the, uh, the coffee's black and the eggs are runny, right? Whatever. You know, you know a mug from a Greasy Spoon's going to have some dumb fucking hokey thing like that, right? It just will. So they go and they open it up. And uh, it was weird because they said the shipping label was uh, for the restaurant, but it had a name on it. It was uh, Jeremy Mercer, Mercier. And they're like, I don't know, who the, who the fuck is that? No, that guy doesn't fucking live here, work here, or whatever. So they, but they opened the package anyway because it was, they were like, oh, this is our coffee mugs. And they open it up. Um, and instead of, fucking coffee mugs uh they opened it up and they found nearly three million dollars of fentanyl (laughs) holy shit now i don't know much about fentanyl other than i heard that like a very little bit of fentanyl gets in your system and then you you fucking you can die like you just stop breathing your heart starts pumping, your lungs start fucking inflating in and out, and then you just die. So I'm looking at all these bricks. Let's see, six, nine, 12, four. It looks like 14 bricks of fentanyl were there. And they're like, what the, you know, hey, what, what are we supposed to do with this shit? We make fucking uh, mediocre French toast and uh, semi-decent omelets. What do we do with this fentanyl? Do we do we put it in the coffee, or what the fuck do we do with it? So thank God they did the right thing, and they called the cops, and they're like, "Hey, we got all this shit." So um, they came, and they just kind of like hung out, right? They hung out, and they uh. It was a good thing they did because then the Jeremy Mercer dude showed up. He's like, yeah, I'm here for my fucking package. Apparently my package was dropped off here. And so they arrested the dude. He had like uh, $27,000 on him. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, So they busted his ass. And uh, they got all that fentanyl off the street. So that's a good thing. I mean, that has to be probably... The largest drug bust in Maine would be my guess, all right? Huh. The guy who owned it, who owned Max Grill, uh, his name is Mike Peters, he's like, um, can people stop mailing drugs to our fucking greasy spoon? That'd be appreciate. We would appreciate it. Now, admittedly, probably the good majority of our waitresses and cooks are fucking high on cocaine and weed and whatever. But we don't need any fentanyl. Thank you very much. Please stop sending that shit. This is funny. The guy, uh, Mercier, was out on pre-conviction bail for an unrelated criminal charge. He was charged with aggravated illegal importation of scheduled drugs, aggravated trafficking of scheduled drugs, and violation of conditional release. 
I'm only going to assume that this guy will remain in prison a long time. And he is an ugly fucking mug, too. Jesus Christ. He's one of those guys that you just look at him and you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's a criminal. <laughs> He's just a criminal. Yeah, he, yeah, this guy's... Yeah, what else would he be? A longshoreman or a criminal? That's about it. Fucking weird. Have you guys ever received packages at your house that were weird? Like shit that you weren't expecting? Like, apparently that's like some sort of a weird scam from China. Like, these companies will just, they'll mail you shit. I forget. It was like some sort of like, not necessarily like an Amazon scam. But it was just this weird thing of like, they would mail shit to your house. And then like, someone else would write a positive review. I want to get in on that. Someone mail me free shit. And then I'll just write positive reviews. Sounds like the greatest of all time. Uh, this past weekend was the draft, the NFL draft. I did a uh, whole podcast on Thursday about my picks. I got four out of the 31 picks correct. And I got a fifth one uh, in the right slot, but it was the wrong team. A different team uh, traded up to to pick him. So I felt really good about it, to be honest. Four out of 31 when it's all just fucking guessing. Yeah, I felt pretty fucking good about it. But uh, good old Deion Sanders, you guys know him. He was a baseball player and a football player and he was uh, an announcer on uh, Fox, I think, for a long time. And now he's he was a coach. He was a coach for Jackson State, and now he's a coach for Colorado. And um, he's got a lot of things to say about the draft. He was disappointed in the draft because uh, only one team picked any player from a historically black college and university. The Patriots, in the seventh round, drafted Isaiah Bolden. Uh, who I'm not even sure what fucking Bolden played, what position he played. He looks like he's probably a cornerback, defensive back of some kind. But he's all, Deion Sanders is pissed off. He's like, I'm ashamed of the 31 other teams that couldn't find draft value in all of the talented HBCU players. And I just want to say to him, fuck you, fuck you. You're not a coach. You're not a manager. You don't have a goddamn thing to do with the NFL. And as a matter of fact, you fuck, uh, you were a coach of an HBCU, and then you left. You left, you dumb, dirty dick, to go be the coach of the Colorado Buffaloes, you fuck. So who the fuck are you to go, oh, and I'm going to say this too. Uh, I'm not saying there are good, there are bad players or whatever in the HBCU. I couldn't fucking name one. As as a person who uh, has very limited knowledge of college football, I don't watch it a whole lot. I couldn't fucking tell you really. Couldn't tell you who was an HBCU player. Now, if you wanted to make it a race, then go fuck yourself. I bet you, if you were to go. Look down the, the list of all the players that were drafted just in the first round. 
I would say predominantly, I would say at least 80% were probably African-American. So get the fuck out of here, man. HBCU. I'm not saying these guys, they can get picked up as free agents. They can land on a team that way. And there's a fucking list here of all these players who are getting uh, shots with teams, uh, practice squads. So, Deion Sanders can just shut his fucking dirty pie hole. I hate it when guys who don't have anything to do with anything shoot off their mouth as if they have something fucking important to say, right? It'd be like some fucking guy who used to be a comedian and now he's a podcaster shooting off his mouth about shit he doesn't know anything about. Fuck that guy. You guys know what I'm talking about? You guys know what I'm talking about. Fuck that guy. I don't even know if Colorado will be any good this year. It seems like a lot of the players that were on the team last year left. Now, I know Dion made a huge fucking deal about how he was going to bring in his guys and his players and everything else, but I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not a fan of Dion in, the, in that perspective. I'm not a fan of, like, showy dudes, big-mouth dudes, braggadocious dudes. Now, I know that... Unfortunately, you kind of need to be that way in, uh, in in professional sports. If you want to be the best, I feel like you you kind of got to be an asshole. <laughs> and he's uh, he's doing it. He's nailing it. So he'll probably be very successful. <laughs> good for you, Dion. I know you're not listening, but good for fucking you. Good for fucking you. Good for fucking you. One of the the players that was gonna get drafted and didn't get did get drafted in the first round. Uh, he was an offensive lineman, Peter Skaronsky, and he was actually invited to go to the draft. You know, they invite, I don't know, 15, 20 players to come out, all guys that they're pretty sure are gonna get drafted in the first round. And he was the only one who said, No, go fuck yourself. Uh, he he went to Northwestern, and I, I think he's from the Chicago area, but he went to Northwestern, so clearly he's a smarty smart dude. Uh, instead of going to the draft, he went to like some pizzeria instead and just fucking watched the draft from a pizzeria. I love it. I thought it was that was an interesting story. Um, God, too much of this shit was about college football in the draft, but I'm going to end on this story just because it's weird. You guys probably know it. I, I I know of it, and then I immediately forget about this shit until the following year. Um, it's about Mel Kuyper, who is one of the guys who, who probably started all the mock drafts. He was the guy who was probably one of the originators, or at least the first big-name guy for college football to be like, Oh yeah, so and so is going to be your first round draft, and this guy's going to be a bust, and whatever. And people, so people always look to him for his information, right? I tried to look at his picks because, again, he's the big name guy. But because he's part of ESPN, when I went to like ESPN.com, they want you to—it's it's a goddamn paywall. Like if I wanted to see what his picks were, it was behind a paywall, and I'm like, I'm not going to fucking pay to see goddamn Mel Kuyper's picks. Because I would, I would bet, excuse me, I would bet money that my four correct choices was better than his, or at least tied. If he did better than four, good for him. 
but I doubt it. But Mel Kuyper does something different uh, beyond all the hair gel shit he puts on his head. He also eats two to three pumpkin pies a week. Every fucking week. He's eating a pumpkin pie. What the fuck? Um, that's weird. And that's a weird pie. If I was going to eat two to three pies a week, it sure as fuck wouldn't be goddamn pumpkin pie. It would probably, it would probably be apple pie. I love a good apple pie. I love a good cherry pie. I love a good strawberry pie. Fuck, I'll take a rhubarb pie. The only pie I don't really like is pecan pie. I don't know, for some reason I never got into pecan pie. And I like pumpkin enough, but it is fucking, it's way down the list, everybody. It's way down the fucking list. If pumpkin pie is your go-to pie, I'm going to assume you're a psychopath. But he gave information on how to eat the pie in the proper way. And he says it's a very little crust and a ton of whipped cream. So to me, it's just like going, okay, you're just taking the pumpkin pie filler out of the can, plopping it on your fucking plate or bowl, and then putting whipped cream on it. That's what it sounds like. It just sounds weird. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Kuiper's infatuation with the snack, which most don't typically eat outside of the holiday season. Uh, is nothing new. It's been a topic of discussion in the past, though it seems to have come uh, have a way of coming back up year after year. Yeah, it does. I always fucking forget. I always forget that this asshole eats pumpkin pie. And then apparently he eats pizza without the cheese. Now I'll give him that. The cheese is the worst part of the pizza. It's sauce, crust, cheese. So I get it. I mean, I'm going to... I don't order a pizza without cheese. You kind of need it if you, with all the other fucking toppings. But he states that you should never eat the crust. He's like, that's the hygienated oil. <laughs> what do you think's in the whipped cream, you asshole? I'm assuming you're not whipping it up yourself. I'm assuming you're just getting like Dairy Whip or whatever. What do you think's in that, you fucking idiot? Uh, weirdo. He goes, you got to spray, eat, spray, and eat with whipped cream. I get it. I love the whipped cream. But don't try to tell me that shit's healthy for you. Because there is no fucking anything natural in that shit that comes out of a can. (laughs) I love it, though. It'll probably kill me. All right, everybody, that's done. I am done with the podcast. You now know more information about Mel Kuyper than you probably ever would want to know. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. There's thousands of podcasts out there. And yet somehow, for whatever reason, you manage to listen to this one. So I do appreciate it. I do. So if you guys can do me a solid, I appreciate it. If you like the Facebook page and like the Twitter page, that would be great. Um, If you could rate, review, subscribe, that would be great. Apparently that's supposed to help the podcast. Um, If you don't like the podcast, just go away. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Just go away. It's okay. I get it. This podcast is not for everyone. And you're probably uh, the majority of the people who this is not for. Go away. You don't need to shit on me. I'm not going to go to your fucking uh, work Facebook page and shit on you. 
I'm not going to write a shitty Yelp or anything about you and your fucking company or whatever, right? It's dumb. Just go away. Doesn't concern you. But if you could do that, that would be great. If you guys could check out my T Public store, God, my voice is going to shit lately. If you could check out my T Public store, my Macari store, that would be awesome. If you can't find the links to either of those, uh, it'd be great. The Macari store is a lot of fucking sports shit. If you like sports, check it out. Maybe you'll find something you like, or maybe you'll find something someone else will like, and then you can send them my way, or you can buy them a gift, or whatever. That would be great. If you can't find the links, let me know and I'll send them to you. And then uh, if you can do, if you would consider subscribing to the Patreon, that's the paywall. It's just, uh, it's the same. It's the podcast, just more of the podcast. And like ESPN, it's a paywall. So you got to pay for me. It's five bucks a month. And I pretty much, I podcast every day of the week. So Mondays and Thursdays are free. The other days of the week, a podcast for you on the Patreon. Okay. So do, do that, please. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Search out Elemental Podcast. You'll find it. Five bucks a month. That's it. That's it. And there's, you know, you don't have to keep subscribing. If you don't like it, then there you go. You wasted five bucks. That's it. How many fucking uh, impulse purchases do you make at the grocery store every week that are like five bucks or more? Right? There you go. And then if you could do these six things, it used to be five, now it's six. It's exciting, right? If you can go to Facebook, there's a whole bunch of things on Facebook. If you can go check out the Sunday Slaw on Facebook, right? That's Adam and Stephanie House, a married couple who eats a lot of coleslaw together. And they eat the coleslaw and they do Facebook live videos of themselves eating the coleslaw and they tell you if it's good or not. So go give it a watch, go give it a like. Adam sells homes. Stephanie provides uh, financing for homes. So if you need some help with a home, go check him out. The Sunday Slaw. Check out Magic JBM. That's my boy John Midgley. He is a, a magician and he's got a page on Facebook for his magic stuff. So go over there, hit the like button. You can see the art. You can see the magic. You can see all the cool stuff that he does. Magic JBM. Stay on Facebook, check out Extra Levels Gaming and uh, their website, extralevelsgaming.com. It's a retro video game store in Holt, Michigan. So I know none of you live in Holt, so you might want to go to their website, but you can buy video games for old systems, Atari and Television, ColecoVision, uh, Sony, Play, Sony, Sony, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever you want. I'm sure they got a lot of new games too. But check them out, extralevelsgaming.com. Then the new one, West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. It's a, it's a mouthful for sure. But if you like sports cards of uh, baseball, hockey, football, whatever, check them out. If you got shit you want to sell, if you got shit you want to trade, um, if they got shit you want to buy, just go over there and check it out. And even though it's West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia, you don't necessarily need to be from West Michigan. It's just the, the guys, we started it, we're from West Michigan. So there we go. So again, Facebook, check out West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. Today I just posted a bunch of cards that came in the mail for me today over there. So you guys see all the sweet things I got. Check out uh, Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram and their Macari store. There's a link on the Instagram on the Macari, uh, for the Macari store. It's Bear Like a Grizzly. 
Mark makes a lot of cool things out of wood. He actually made me a display case for my sports cards. It's super nice. I like it a whole lot. So go check him out, Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram. And then uh, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. And he's got a store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. Matt makes a lot of cool things out of clay. He does a lot of doodling, a lot of art. He's a very talented person. Mark's very talented. John's very talented. All the people who listen to the podcast are pretty talented, folks. So go check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram and his Etsy store, Barefoot Gnome. Buy some from him. And that's it. That was a lot of talking. Uh, I hate doing the ads, but I feel like I need to support those who support me. So that's what I'm doing. So you guys are wonderful. I will see you on Thursday for the freebie, or I will see you tomorrow for the next Patreon. All right, guys, we'll see you. Have a good evening. Okay, bye.